Hello there, it's me, Professor Oak, and welcome back to Wonderful, a celebration of Pokemon Snap. Hi everybody, welcome to the final episode of Wonderful, a celebration of Pokemon Snap. I'm Zach Lyons, here with Andy Carasquillo, as always, and for our final show, we want to do something a bit different. We've got a special guest that I'm extremely excited to talk to, none other than the original English voice actor for Professor Oak himself, both in the anime and in Pokemon Snap, Mr. Stuart Zagnet. Hello, sir. Hello there. Nice to talk <laughs> <Hey>. to you. <laughs> Pleasure is all ours, I assure you. Absolutely. So, I don't know about Zach, but I definitely grew up as a huge Pokemon fan, watching the anime and playing all of the video games. So this is just like an amazing experience just for me. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you for being on the show. I really appreciate it. Well, you're very welcome. It's nice to, <laughs> nice to speak to uh, some very appreciative fans. Uh, we, we definitely uh, wouldn't be anywhere without you, so... Uh... So thanks, <laughs> thanks for that. Yeah, absolutely. I've I've uh, got a three year old right now, and over the last few months, I've been introducing her to Pokemon, and she's quite into it. So uh, that makes me happy. <laughs> That's great. And when my my son is now twenty two, uh, when the show began, basically he was he was a toddler. Oh, and, sure. uh, so he grew up with it, and now of course you know it's not a big deal to him anymore. But every once in a while he'll. He'll break out his 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 DS and start playing. So yeah, uh, nice. You know, it's still 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 part of his life. So it's got, somewhere, you know. I think Pokemon's just got that lasting appeal. Like even if you don't keep up with the new games and new shows, it's still you can go back to what you were into back in the day, and it's still fun and enjoyable. And that's and hard to do. Recently, even recently with the the new release of the well, the re-release of Pokemon Yellow remade. For the switch oh the let's go yeah, yeah. um yeah right i feel like that's a very big introduction for like kids nowadays and also like a touch of nostalgia for everyone who grew up playing that game sure 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 us 30 somethings that have uh been with it since we were 10 that that's pretty amazing it's it's amazing that it's been around that long yeah it is that's like yeah. what's blowing my mind about this is like because i've always been such a big fan of pokemon snap and it's turned 20, you know? It's 20 years old, and that's crazy. I mean, Pokemon, the, the whole series celebrated 20 years a year or two back. But it's that's, it's been a long time. That's right. Yeah, I, I've been doing it long enough where uh, Professor Oak wasn't even gray-haired, you know? Just, uh... <laughs> that's right. And probably Almost, you were as well. <laughs> yes, I was just a child when we began. <laughs> So, uh, so did you, go ahead, go ahead, uh, Andy. I was just going to ask, did you think that um, the series would be as big as it is? 
I I never had the slightest inkling. Um, it was really as simple as I was a freelance actor and um, a friend of mine who really what really had left acting, but was you know basically gone into law, but he still had some some connections. And he says to me, you know, there's the, these people that are looking for voices for this new uh, animated series and. Uh, I, you know, here's their number, give them a call and, you know, go in for an audition. And I just thought, wow, it's just great to have an audition for anything. So I went in and uh, put down a couple of tracks um, for various characters. I, I can't even remember the other characters and uh, thought really nothing more about it. And about two weeks later, I get a call and they said, well, we'd, we'd like you to do this voice, this one voice. And I said, okay. So I, I would go in and the first couple of times they would, uh, we were doing sessions, they'd actually play back my audition tape to help me remember what I was doing, the certain <laughs> vocal qualities. And, yeah. um, and, you know, I thought, okay, it's just, it's a, it's a gig. Every once in a while they'll call me and I'll do some, do some lines. And, uh, uh, the, the memory that I have is about a year into it. I was walking by a newsstand, and a newsstand was a little a little kiosk where you could buy printed printed material like newspapers and magazines, many of which we don't have anymore. Uh, and uh, <laughs> so, so there on the newsstand was the latest issue of Newsweek magazine, and who was on the cover? It was Ash and Pikachu, and the headline in very bold cartoon letters said, "The Pokemon Phenomenon." And it stopped me dead in my tracks. And I went, I'm in a phenomenon. And I really didn't, I didn't really know. I didn't. That, that <laughs> and, would be surreal. You know, it's, it's, it's just staggering how it has become part of everybody's uh, life. And, uh, and very cross-generational, too. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. And, every, and every time we have this Thanksgiving parade in New York and I see the Pikachu float coming down, it's it sort of reinforces that that Pikachu is part of part of uh, uh, you know our he's like Mickey Mouse you yeah, know he's so, a cultural <laughs> icon around the world a cultural and, icon absolutely why they don't like... have a Professor Oak for it, I, I still <laughs> don't know it's a bit disappointing they I haven't mean, got there yet well, Pikachu was even you know, the mascot for like Japanese my, soccer recently my running my running joke is I'm still waiting for my action figure so ah, <laughs> surely surely there's a Professor Oak uh, like prima figurine or something. If there's not, yeah, I'm... there is. But he's about an, it's about an inch tall. The, oh. <laughs> the ones that they put out are the tiniest little things. Of course. And Ash has like an eight or ten inch action yeah. figure, and it's like, come on, he would be he would be a great, you know, with bendable arms, and yeah, it would be, it would be awesome, you know. Oh, so people would people this... would buy it absolutely. So I'm just putting it out there. So Ash, if, Ash wouldn't if, be if, where he is without Professor Oak's Pokemon. Absolutely. So I'm just putting <laughs> out that there's a fan out there that has a 3D printer. <laughs> I'm I'm ready for my action figure. So perfect. We'll, we'll <laughs> so, all keep it in mind. Absolutely. Lay it on me. <laughs> right. So uh, <laughs> as far as Pokemon Snap is concerned, I, I know it didn't really have like there weren't a lot of lines in it it was like one or two word phrases for the most part and just like reactionary things was it different doing that if you recall i imagine it wasn't as big a job as doing the the show but well believe it or not um when we were doing those um 
it's just very tedious because I would walk in. I was actually working on a Broadway show at the time. And I remember running over to the studios during my dinner breaks to do to do put down the voice tracks. And and I can't tell you how thick the scripts were. And it was just pages and pages of one line, of one word. <laughs> and, wow. and you think it was easy. But, you know, sometimes I do three in a row of the same word. Sometimes I just do it once and we'd move on. Sure. Um, and you and you don't know what was going to end up in the finish, you know, product. But um, you know, it just became part of what I did. And um, I, I, I think I, I preferred the, the the shows themselves because there was always a a, a plot arc to play. Yeah, for and, sure. And yeah. The, and the few movies that we did uh, were pretty great because that actually sometimes he actually had a dramatic. You know, uh, yeah, which which was which was much more expansive than what we got to do in the half hour episodes. So yeah, definitely. Um, so I like that. You know, I I really enjoyed doing that. But you know, uh, they they were all paying jobs, and I and I ne- never turned my nose. <laughs> Absolutely, that, so. yeah, yeah, for sure, <laughs> you know? for sure. So I know you've done quite a few voice acting roles in the Pokemon series. Um, so I was just wondering, like. Who is your favorite Pokemon voice acting role besides Oak? If you had, well, Oak, Oak is definitely my, uh, you know, the, to me, we we are connected. I just I just feel such uh, a connection to him that um, at this point I could write his dialogue. You know, it's like I I I always kind of know how he would respond in certain situations, and it was not. It's nice to be that comfortable with the character that you've helped create, um, you know, cause I just had a visual and then I ran with, you know, with an idea that, that in my head that seemed to fit and they, they liked it. So, um, and you know, as a stage actor, um, I get to do that too. And it's, it's really nice to find those qualities. Um, I mean, to be, to be, you know, brutally honest, the other things that I did, uh, on the series were really minor. They really, they really used me primarily as Oak. And I think there was a character named, was it Koga that I did? Yeah, uh, Koga. You know, but, but to me, they were, they were kind of just uh, a brief, uh, you know, a brief thing. Cause they rarely did I have like uh, a chance to go back and develop them. Um, then, then years later, they had me come back and do, uh, what was his name? The an, another professor. Uh, uh, was it? Yeah, Man, I'm trying to figure out which professor. Yeah, I yeah he had to put the had, more recent series, so I'm not sure. Right, he had a, he had a kind of a chin beard, and he was oak like without being oak. You know, so, Professor Birch. So, Birch was that, was it Birch? No, it wasn't Birch. Um, it, it it'll it'll come to me because I just did it for one season and then it was then we were done so it was it, it was rather brief you know Oak Oak was uh I, I I got to be in it long enough to really feel like we were part of one another so uh, yeah definitely so that he, yeah he's he's like a part of my family now so <laughs> I I really enjoyed like when I was 
looking up to try and see how I could get in contact with you for this. Uh, and I was just uh-huh. looking up and finding lots of images like uh, of you at conventions and stuff. And you've always got his outfit on. And I love it. It just warms my heart, you know, <laughs> just seeing you like embrace and embody the character. It's so cool. It just seemed the right thing to do because, A, he is a human character yeah. in the show. And, and, and lab coats are not hard to get. <laughs> sure. So, <laughs> so I got a lab coat, a red shirt, khaki pants, and brown, uh, you know, loafers. And, and that was all I needed, really. And, uh, and that I would, and usually at the conventions, I'd go into the hotel room and I would put a little product on one side of my hair to make it look, to give that, that kind yeah. of bad hair look that he has on one side. <laughs> Brilliant, and uh, and that was it. I could do that pretty quickly and go out, and and I, and everybody enjoyed it. And what's fun about the the cons is you walk down the hallway, and and you watch people, you know, realize that that it's you, you know, me, and mm. and uh, for I have to say, for a weekend, you feel like Elvis. It's just it's sure. really great, you know. That's cool. That's really cool. <laughs> Um, I feel like I would be starstruck if I saw that too. Just <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Professor Oak dresses Professor Oak. Amazing. That's, that's really right. Cool. Um, so or maybe what, I should do Oak, you know, dressed as Elvis. Maybe that would maybe be another should. twist uh, on it. <laughs> Professor Oak absolutely loves Elvis. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, he's the king. There's no question about that. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> What you said they they brought you back on for that other professor role. Uh, is there was there a specific reason why you left the role of Oak in the first place? Was it just you were ready to move on to other things, or they wanted to try a different direction for a while? Or well, uh, <clears throat> the, uh, the 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 truth of it is that <clears throat> for the majority of the time that those of you were growing up listening to it. We were we, we started out by with one producer. It was it was called Taj Productions? Did the first couple of seasons, and then four kids took over the producing writing uh, of it, and all of us from the, that original producer moved over into four kids. So after nine seasons, Nintendo decided to take bids for other producers. And in a very surprising move, they went with another producer that underbid four kids, and uh, which is kind of ironic considering how wealthy Nintendo is and how sure. much money they made, uh, you know, because of Pokemon. In addition to their other ventures, so they went ahead and moved over to these other producers. All of our original, all the original voice actors, including myself were all under contract with the previous producer who initially did not release us from our contracts. So um, we could not move over legally. And so they basically replaced all our voices. Mm. And, and which was not, you know, something that any of us were happy about. Sure. But, but we didn't have any options there. So by the time... Uh, four kids basically uh, freed us. Um, all the voices had been replaced, and the new producer just never reached out to, uh, you know, to welcome us back. So uh, it's it's you know it's it's very sad, and I you know 
I I miss doing the shows. Sure. I, you know, granted, they haven't used Oak the way they did in, in those early days anyway. Yeah, because so. yeah, well, with Ash going to different regions and places, there are other Professor City interacts with, right? Yeah. I mean, I think, I think it's sort of a mistake on their part. I think they were undervaluing the significance of Oak. And um, so I, I think that was, that was sort of like a bad artistic choice on their part, but that was also out of our control. So yeah. too, so bit bittersweet. Um, yeah. So I, I'm, I'm happy in the knowledge that the young, young people listening to the show since its beginning, you know, grew up listening to our voices and, and we're the voices of their childhood. So that Absolutely. nobody can take away from us. So, yeah, it's um, like, you know, uh, when I it, was conceptualizing the sh this podcast, I like I, mostly I think it was because you were in Pokemon Snap and I wanted to mm -hmm. talk with someone who was involved with that. And I thought, gosh, Professor Oak, what, who, what better choice? And like at first, <laughs> it didn't even enter my brain that there was a different voice actor for him nowadays. Like because I haven't watched any of the recent seasons. I think when right. I was watching it regularly as a kid, I watched like the first two or three seasons several times through. Right. But and it was always <laughs> right. you as Professor Oak. Of and course, so, yes. So see, we've ruined you for life. Yeah, <laughs> see, it's great. No, I, I'd say the opposite. It's great. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, so I've. I was one of those people that actually like steadily watched that series throughout. Uh -huh. and, uh, yep. I think I stopped watching around the time it jumped over to Disney because now it's on like Disney or something. I think Disney XD. Not sure. Uh, I don't know. But it might be because I haven't. I actually haven't been watching it. So, so, I, so I, I, I'm not I sure. I do recall like watching it, and then steadily mm -hmm. I heard like. James's voice actor changed, and then Jesse's uh -huh. voice actress, and Ash's, and then I was like, what is happening? And I had no idea, so it's great to finally have, like, a, a reason on why that happened. Well, I mean, sure. as with any, any long-running series, it's bound in time that some things are going to change. Like, I think The Simpsons is a exception all where, where all the main... Crazy. Yeah, I think Simpsons is like an exception to the rule where they've got the same voice actors for 30 years. But like, I think m most things change over time. It just is unfortunate that this one was so bittersweet. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, but but I I do think uh, consistency when you've created characters like that is really a valuable yeah asset. Sure. It's it's good. It's not not just good for me, but I think it's great. It just shows the stability and. Um, and I think they undervalued the impact that that what our voices added to it. I think there was um, we 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 all of us. I, I I say to a person, everybody put an individual stamp on it. And let's say you can you you can't replace you can you can recast, but you can't replace people. Yeah, for sure. You know, because 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 they're going to bring a different set of qualities, and you can only hope that they're going to uh, connect with the characters the way that ours did. And I think it's also was it was a testament to the values that four kids did when they were uh, when they were really putting the show together. Um, that the, that there was a pride in the writing and the directing and the performances. We didn't. We didn't take it lightly. We 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 had a good time, but everybody worked really hard on it. And I think the quality is what people remember, 
and everybody committed to those roles, you know, so it's, uh, it truly had, had become a part of who I was. So it was like, it was like having like a, a limb removed, you know, it just, it was, yeah. it was a very, very difficult thing to do. So no, nobody should think that I like that. I voluntarily, um, decided not to do it anymore. Because, sure. Sure. <laughs> Well, yeah. I mean, even if you had, you know, after playing a role for 10 years, you know, some people might want to, like, leave on their own terms and, you know, say, yeah. hey, I've done this, I'm satisfied, I'm proud, now I want to do something else. So that's why I was well, I'll bet you, which way is Yeah, <laughs> well, I'll bet you all those Sim Simpson actors, you know, are are thrilled because, you know, they 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 basically, you know, bought their retirement and their future <laughs> and their <laughs> no stability. <laughs> and. And the thing is, you know, that's only a part of your day. They could do many other things yeah, uh, sure. and still do that series. So I would have been very happy to continue doing it. There would have mm -hmm. been nothing, you know, to to uh, uh, prevent me from as long as long as people want to hear it. You know, that that's you know, that's um, that's something not many people get a chance to experience mm -hmm. is, you know, them really appreciating that the stuff that you bring to the work and definitely um yeah but anyway that's that's just <laughs> yeah that's the that's the reality of it and um like i said i've i've always been grateful for those fans and whenever i meet people today they could be 20 they could be 30 years old i'd say 95 percent of the people turn into a 10 year old when i meet them yeah definitely. you know because it's because it, it just puts them into a time capsule and they go back and it's a very sweet memory that they have of of hearing us, you know, and, and, and watching the show. So, you know, yeah, you can't put a price on that either. That's really very, very precious. So no, for sure. So <laughs> that kind of leads into uh, another question I had. And it's like, because I'm such a big fan of Pokemon snap too, or Pokemon snap. Uh, one of the ongoing topics we've been discussing throughout the other episodes of the show is potential sequel material because so many Pokemon spinoff games have had sequels like multiple Pokemon mm -hmm. stadiums and uh, right. all, there's been so many that have got several offshoots. But Pokemon Snap, there's only ever the one. And mm. if they ever made Pokemon Snap 2, for me it would be a dream come true. It's one of my most desired games that it's <laughs> probably never going to happen. But... Uh, because uh, I, for the last decade or so, they've had James Carter Cathcart, yeah, James Carter Cathcart, voicing right. Professor Oak. Uh -huh. So they uh -huh. would probably bring him back for it. But if you were asked, would you reprise the role? If if they if I was invited, I absolutely would be thrilled to uh, to participate. Sure, you know, and I and I I met Carter, and we we've, we've hung out at cons and stuff, and. You know, there's a real sense of camaraderie with all that, and it's like no one, there's no, there's no villains here. You know, sure, um, sure. you know they they were hired when we when we were not able to be hired. So, um, you know, someone someone still has to do the job. So, yeah, definitely, every, everybody's uh, decent human beings, and uh, you know, but but given the opportunity, it'd be nice to come back and re revisit my old friend. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it would be. It would be sweet if they did like a Pokemon Snap two, but it would be like two separate dimensions and both Professor Oak voice actors. Yeah, would just... maybe we could have like a celebrity death match or something. You know? <laughs> That'd be brilliant. That'd be so amazing. Man, celebrity. Death well, you know, you know, I, I always also believe in this in this in this entertainment business. 
you never say never because you know you never know how things are going, how the winds are going to blow. And, yeah, sure. And uh, it it could come back around to us. And um, my feeling is it'll what what'll be will be. And so I you know I continue with with a lot of projects and I'm doing a lot of theater. I do some television guest spots. So I'm busy, you know, and, and it's fine. It's all good. 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 I'm current. I'm currently performing live on stage at Madison square garden doing how the Grinch stole Christmas and, uh, Oh, playing a character (laughs) called grandpa who, who has a little bit of similarity to Oak though. Though he's, he's the same, but different. So, so I get to be I get to be an old an old uh, who in that. So that's cool. That's <laughs> it's, great. It's fun. Yeah. So leading off of Zach's question, um, what's your favorite Pokemon? Uh, your favorite Professor Oak line from Pokemon Snap? From Snap. Like what was oh. your What was your favorite line from Snap to record? <laughs> um. Well, what? Let me let me throw it back to you. Do you have a favorites? Do you? Oh, I, I absolutely do. <laughs> what are you, What are yours? Well, okay, I have like two. Um, out of the like four lines you have in that game, <laughs> so my favorite one is is you were close. <laughs> <laughs> I think that right. one's just so funny because um, just just the way it was, it was like. If you if you took like a semi good picture, it was just like, uh, you you were almost there. It was just like you were right. close. Right. No, you, like, you almost had it. Bordering That's on right. sympathetic and kind of taunting. Yeah, because it's like you were close and in parentheses, loser. Yeah, you know, I mean, you know. I mean, Gary had to get that attitude from somewhere, right? Oh, Gary. We'll talk about losers. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Don't get me started about Gary. <laughs> I, I don't think he's really my grandson, to tell you the truth. Well, I think there's some there, there was some funny business going on there, but I don't want to get into the details. Amazing. <laughs> um, uh, from one of the movies, I remember was a line that I actually wound up. Uh, what was, it was um, maybe was this was it the second movie? What's what's the one? What was the movie where uh, uh, these 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 clouds come in and Mister Mime is sweeping Mrs. Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Ketchum's house? That's definitely Pokemon Two Thousand. Yeah. Oh no. Two thousand. Yeah, yeah, that is Two Thousand. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And I think at the end of the movie, we come rushing in uh, in a jeep, and I hop out of the jeep. And he winces, and uh, the line was something was something that wasn't funny. And I said, well, "Let me try this." And the line was, "Ooh, my lumbago!" And, <laughs> and lumbago was like an old person's like like ailment, you know, like yeah. a back back ailment. And 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 that line really really connected and, and i i love i love doing it and i loved hearing it in the movies it, was, it just was great so i'm i'm very proud of that one awesome <laughs> so that's you... that's like the best thing about doing a part that long is you start to think like the character yeah definitely. so the character almost gives you those those moments you know and there and there were moments when and most of the times we did the scripts as they were written but occasionally it was mostly because the the lines didn't 
fit with the lip flaps, so we would we would play around a little bit. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and then you and then you get an idea for a modification that that seems to fit better. And most of the time, most of the time, they were very gung ho for us to do them. So uh, cool. that was fun too, being part of that. I mean, you know, that part. Of, that kind of brings a more connection and more like um, building for the character, and not only the character but the voice actor of the character. Oh sure. I feel like Absolutely. it's uh, it's very important. Oh yeah, I mean when 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 we're all on the same page uh, emotionally and and narratively, it's just really wonderful things happen. So, and I think that's what happened. You we created such a great working team. Everybody did their job, and and it makes for a really a really good product. And it's entertaining, and it's smart, and it's funny, and engaging. So you know. To me, to me, I, they, they personally they should have just left well enough alone. But you know, uh, it's it's hard to tell the the suits in the front office what to do. You know, they I, ultimately they make their own decisions. So you know, there's only so much you can you can do. Uh, you know, we, we we didn't write the checks. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so so any other. Uh, Earth-shaking questions I can. I think we've got just a, just a couple more. Andy, okay. you, you get this one, and I'll get the next. So, as far as um, Pokemon Snap and Pokemon games go, I know you said that your son plays. Um, have you played any Pokemon I, games? I I admit I have. I have really. I've watched him play, but no, I have not played my played the games. Uh, <laughs> just just because I'm from a different generation, so sure. you know, it's just like. And, and for, for me, it was part of my work. So, so he he was able to use it as play, and I did it as a job. So yeah, fair enough. Uh, but <laughs> so but can... believe me, I was very grateful that that so many people were out there playing the games too. That that I'm very, I'm very appreciative of that. So, so that that one kind of leads it, me into the, my next one. Um, mm -hmm. uh, I guess because you haven't played them, I'm not sure how familiar you are with the game's content, aside from the voice acting you did. But the... Yeah, not, 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 not very much. <laughs> okay, so in, in Pokemon yeah. Snap, the island that it takes place on is known for being relatively secluded from human disturbance, which is why mm -hmm. Professor Oak wants uh, this photographer, Todd, to take pictures there, because he wants to get photos of Pokemon in their natural environment undisturbed by other people. But then, throughout the game, he gives you more items, like, you can get, one is harmless, and it's like, he gives you apples, and you can throw apples to the Pokemon to lure them out, to, you know, feed them, and that's great. You can get the, right. you can get the Poke Flute, and you can play some music and make the Snorlax dance and stuff like that, and that's cool. But, what do you think are the moral and ethical implications behind Professor Oak giving you Pester Balls, which are designed specifically to irritate and upset Pokemon? Well, in this undisturbed environment. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it's. I think it. I think of it as Pokemon character building. You know. It's, <laughs> it, so you know, everyone needs to have those little annoyances, and and we learn from our. You know, from from uh, handling them, and you, maybe you'll make some mistakes the first time, but eventually, maybe you'll find a more zen way of dealing with those things. So, so the pester balls sort of, uh, you know, think of them as little little test test balloons that you throw out to them and um and to see to see what as a scientist you want to see what impact it's going to have so that's um, very makes sense to me fair answer. <laughs> I, kinda, 
I kind of have a sub question to that. Um, yes. So I don't know if you have any idea why they decided to do this, but it seems like the more um, the more like horror you put these Pokemon in in these shots, the mm-hmm. happier Professor Oak is <laughs> about the shots. So, so I guess the question is sort of is. Uh... Professor Oak a little sadistic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah something, something like that. It's all in the name of research. Yeah, I, I think, I think maybe the underbelly of of science is that sometimes we want to know just to see the impact, just to see what effect <laughs> it has, and it may not be, you know, the happiest one for them, but it's fascinating to watch, you know, uh, like. like uh, driving down the highway and you see this uh, three car pileup. And you really know you shouldn't slow down and look, but everybody does. Everybody you know? does. You're not wrong. <laughs> so we're, we're, all we are is a microcosm for humanity. And, um, <laughs> you know, think of the whole world as a big test tube. And we're just, we're just you know, checking out all, how, how... Our own Professor Oaks. <laughs> we are our own Professor Oaks. That's good. That's life advice. That's right. <laughs> I should get that on a T-shirt. <laughs> So I've Sorry. got I've got one final question, a bit less involved than that one. What's okay. your favorite Pokemon? Well, hmm. Uh, you know, all my all my all my Pokemon are just my favorites, but uh, <clears throat> I have a soft spot for Pikachu, of course, and um, and then I like the ones that sort of make me laugh a little bit. I like Snorlax. I like Jigglypuff. I like Muck. You know, I, everybody needs a little muck in their life, you know? I, I love Professor Oak's <laughs> relationship with muck in the series. That's so fun. Having watched it's it a recently with thing. my kid. <laughs> and and I, I think as much as um, they can be annoying, I think there's there's a certain amount of whimsy and, and oh, fun sure. he has with them. So That's so I think I think those, those uh, classic Pokemon are really, uh, to me... Um, they are, they are, because they're just, they're just so unique and they're so uh, distinct from each other. So, um, yeah, perfect. I love yep. it. <laughs> well, that, that's uh, all I've got, Andy. Any final thoughts from you? Uh, I think that's all. Good that's place, all good place to wrap it up, then. Sure, yeah. Stuart. So, thank uh, you, yeah. so 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 much. We really yeah, it's been a great pleasure. honor. Thank you. Nice to talk to you. And, and you know, I, and I, I certainly send my regards out to all those fans uh, in your in your sphere. Or I don't know how how large uh, an audience you have, but um, we've Professor got, Oak appreciates you. We've got dozens of followers, <laughs> maybe even big dozens. Amazing. <laughs> With that, Andy and I would like to give thanks to you all for joining us these past eight episodes as we strolled through the past present, and potential future of Pokemon Snap. Even if we never get a sequel, at least we'll always have this one delightful Nintendo 64 game that lets us leisurely take pictures of these charming, fictional creatures. This has been the eighth and final episode of Wonderful, a celebration of Pokemon Snap. If you missed any of the previous episodes, you can catch them all right now on the Super Nerd Pals feed. Just search for Super Nerd Pals on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Spotify. We'd also like to thank Jen Capelli for designing our logo, Alice Sue and Lockhart 
for allowing the use of her cover of Professor Oak's Lab for our intro, and Michael Fox for the use of his cover of Course Selection for our outro. If you want to hear more from Andy or myself, have a listen to our other shows, Super Nerd Pals and Kingdom Hearts and Other Stuff, both of which can be found on the same feed as Wonderful. One more final massive thank you to Stuart Zagnet for hanging out with us, and for the last time, to the hardworking people at Nintendo and the Pokemon Company, please, please, please develop Pokemon Snap 2. It's what the fans want. I'd be willing to buy not just one copy, but a dozen copies. I do giveaways. I'd buy it for friends and family members. What do you want for Christmas? New earrings. Oh, cool. Here's Awesome. Does that work? That's that's like you were saying before, it teleported me to ten years old. <laughs> Very cool. Works every time. It sure does. <laughs>